Hey, Hawkeye fans. This is Chad Leistico with the Des Moines Register. This is a special Hawk Central podcast, and I have a special guest with me uh, this afternoon, uh, Mary Ferentz. Thanks for doing this. Hi, Chad. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, always a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, we've go back a few years and uh, have had some good conversations. Uh, to let our listeners know, we're here to talk uh, about the Ladies Football Academy, but also a lot of other fun stuff. But uh, we're, you're here to promote that. Um, event, that great event. We are now in year eight. Am I right? Year eight. Okay. You're, gonna, you're still doing this, huh? We are. Here <laughs> we are, eight years later. Um, you know, which was our goal when we first planned it. We were hoping it would catch on. We thought it might, that it was a good thing. We were looking for a, you know, a um, signature fundraiser for Children's Hospital eight years ago when we started this. If you remember, you know, we were trying to raise money to build a new building yeah. for the children's hospital. I've noticed that building. I know. And uh, <laughs> yeah, for the last few years, did we know, we all just literally watched it rise out of the ground, you know, as mm -hmm. we sat there in Kinnick Stadium. So it was a pretty amazing process. It opened a year ago. So here we are, you know, reaping the benefits of that new building. So the best is really yet to come. Uh, the You know, we're year eight. This is a big milestone year for us this year, Chad. We are going to surpass $2 million. So $2 million in eight years, we're really proud of that. And, of course, you know, it's our participants who raise all the money and just really get after it. And it's just it's, an, it's a tribute to women everywhere that, you know, we've been able to do this. But the set, we pledged a second million, which will hit that goal this year, to pediatric research, which is another really exciting component. You know, that's what, you know, keeps everything moving forward and lets all those cutting-edge therapies, you know, the hope. So we're really excited going into year eight. We've got a great event planned. We're expecting a great turnout. We've got a lot of ladies already signed up, but um, I appreciate you having me on. It's all word of mouth, mm -hmm. so we appreciate any kind of... Um, you know, attention we can get. We still have plenty of room for more ladies, and it's going to be a great time. Yeah, so uh, just to fill you all in, if you're not aware of the Ladies Football Academy and what it does, essentially uh, it's sort of like a – my wife did this, and so I have a pretty good idea of, about what this entails. Um, it's basically a day in the life of, of Iowa football. I mean, Iowa you, you football. You get exposed to Kirk Ferentz. Um, you get exposed to a lot of coaches, a lot of the players. Um, not all the players, but most of them, right? Most of them. It's of uh, strictly voluntary. You know, the younger guys have their hands full, you know, just trying to get used yeah. to being on campus right. and managing their time. So, uh, you know, they're, they kind of get a hall pass. But, you know, most of the older kids, you know, uh, volunteer, which is really nice. Um, you know, they it's what so many envious men call the ultimate Hawkeye experience. Like mm -hmm. the ladies come, they get access to players and coaches and facilities that um, no one else gets. Yeah. I've, so it's uh, pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. The year my wife did it, um, C.J. Beathard was a senior. That was that group, Desmond yep. mm -hmm. King. Yep. Um, so she has some good stories about that. We'll get to some of those a little bit later. Um, let's talk about some – let's veer into some other things. You mentioned um, pediatric research. Obviously, that's yeah. something that's mm -hmm. happened since the last Ladies' Academy – that you and Kirk made that, you know, a large donation for a cause near and dear to your heart. Um, yeah. You lost, lost a granddaughter. Yeah. Well, um, just to give you a little background on the evolution of our commitment to Children's Hospital, uh, you know, there's always been a partnership with Iowa football. 
uh, with the players, you know, making visits to patients. You know, there's requests all the time. And I got involved 13 years ago. Uh, that's a whole nother story. I'll spare everybody. But <laughs> in any event, I, uh, I ended up getting involved. Um, and, you know, it was kind of uncharted territory. I didn't really know, you know, what my role would be or where it would take me, never imagining it would take me, you know, 13 years to this date and involve so many of the things that we've just kind of, that just happened along the way. But um, the one thing, it, common denominator, you meet the people over at the hospital. And they're just brilliant people mm -hmm. who, um, you know, who just dedicate their lives to the well-being of children. And it's pretty awe-inspiring, no question about that. So that just kind of really um, strengthens your commitment. And then you meet so many patients and their families. And, um, you know, you find, you learn, we've learned, first of all, how important it is. It touches so many lives. I mean, you talk to anybody. And if they haven't had a personal experience with Children's Hospital, I will bet they can tell you someone who has. So it really impacts a lot of people. It's really important, um, not just to our state, but our region, the entire country. You know, people come from around the world. I mean, that's how good we are here. So that's pretty exciting stuff. That That is a big component of why 13 years later we are still um, doing as much as we can. And then, yeah, you mentioned five, um, a few years ago it did become very, yeah. well, five and a half years ago predating um, Savvy. Our first grandchild, Brian's little girl, Presley, who is now five and a half, she was born with a congenital heart defect. So, um, you know, uh, you know, we don't, you know, want to you know, make too much ado over it, but mm -hmm. we were very lucky. Uh, when she was 10 months old, they were able to take her in, Stead Family Children's Hospital. Um, it's important to mention in many places that it would not have even been detected, but wow. it was in her first couple days of life. And um, she was very small when she was born, but healthy and considered, you know, not preemie, but she was a few weeks early and very tiny. They detected this congenital heart um, condition, and when she was 10 months old, they took her in. Um, you know, years ago, not many years ago, it would have required open-heart surgery. Wow. But here, it doesn't. They have the specialist who, in a cardiac cath lab, they, like, thread a catheter, you know, like just a, you could hardly see it. It was so thin, and then they plug the hole in her heart, and, and she's fixed. I mean, it's as simple as that. It's mm. it's either it amazing. either works right then and there. So it became very personal to us. Just the amazing advances, you know, and and how lucky we are to live in a time, you know, when when this happens. So that happened, and then as you mentioned a few years ago, um, you know, our granddaughter Savvy was born extremely premature, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, didn't survive. So we have yeah. an angel in our family now. Yeah. Well, and she she is commemorated now um, with your donation. Yeah, and that was you know, really what we what what uh, motivated to, us to do that. The University of Iowa Stead Family Children's Hospital, uh, they are a leader in neonatology and um, clinical research. So what they're doing over there is really extraordinary and really exciting. So really, what we did is we just kind of jumped on the bandwagon. We think um, that they are you know making great strides and. And that's why we did it. And of course, yeah. in Savvy's name, that's how we became aware of these kind of issues. Yeah, that's uh, that affect a lot of people. 
Yeah, I can tell by just talking to you, looking across you, it's uh, definitely a, still a little bit emotional. And I remember when it happened, um, we didn't report it um, out of respect for Brian and, and what he was going through at the time. Um, but I believe it happened. It was in season, right? Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, so was, that, she was she uh, was born August seventh. Yeah. So yeah, that's a, that's a key time for yeah, Iowa football. Very, as you know, as yeah, very. Yeah. I don't see Kirk much in I August. Know, I guess. I know. Um, I Interesting story, you know, that yeah. very fall, that was the first year we played Maryland. Mm, mm-hmm. And we play, or I think the next year we played Maryland. I, I, I've lose track. I they, they all blend together. To Kinnick that year. Yeah. yeah. So the next year when we played Maryland, interestingly enough, uh, I went out to D.C. with a girlfriend of mine. We did sightseeing for the week leading up, and then oh, we, sure. then we um, took the subway up to um, to watch the Maryland game. Mm-hmm. Metro, by the way. The so Metro. I used to live there, Sorry, so, yeah. Metro. Yeah, everybody calls. <laughs> so we took the Metro. It was really a great trip, and you know what a great you know trip, Washington D.C. And yeah. um, we went to Arlington. One of our things was at Arlington, and we stopped at uh, the um, gravesite of John F. Kennedy. Mm-hmm. And if you've ever been there, I have. so I'm reading, you know, they lost a child and I'm reading it. Patrick Kennedy was born August 7th, died August 9th, mm. exactly like our savvy Oh wow! was really weird. And then you think about that. John F. Kennedy was assassinated the following December. So you think about that Jacqueline Kennedy, she's probably still grieving yeah. over the loss of a baby and then she has to go. I, I just like it's just that mm. blew my mind we just kind of that blew my mind yeah wow um so that was just kind of a, a crazy side story about that coincided good perspective yeah, yeah that's, that's yeah interesting interesting timing there um so uh moving on to some more uh upbeat yes <laughs> <laughs> um so i've got I, I talked to your husband the other night um, over, he was over in West Des Moines and I, I was asking him, what should I ask Mary when she comes into the office? Uh, okay. Now so. I'm, I'm starting to sweat. I'm glad nobody can see me. I'm like, oh my God, Kirk's gonna, um, tell me about, um, you went to Dyersville over the weekend. Is that right? Oh, okay. okay. That's, that's a funny thing. Well, okay. So it was a week ago Wednesday. So that wasn't as bad as what I, you thought I might bring up. It was a wonderful night. Okay. Actually, uh, Kirk was funny because it was supposed to be Wednesday, whatever the date was, a week ago, Wednesday. Well, that was the day we had that crazy snow. You had it here in Des Moines, too. Mm-hmm. I think Dyersville ended up with five inches. We ended up with, I think, sleet and a little bit of snow, but the forecast was... It, it sounded dangerous. So they actually, and I was supposed to go with uh, a friend of mine who was going to work the PowerPoint. And um, she they, they ended up rescheduling it for Thursday night. What was the event? It was the uh, Dyersville Chamber of Commerce Woman of the Year dinner. Okay. Okay. And they were, they had uh, four nominees and they were going to select the Woman of the Year. And they had asked that I be the keynote speaker, which is... For anybody out there, don't get any funny ideas. I'm really not a keynote speaker, but I'm happy. to. They had asked if I would come and talk about Children's Hospital because there's so many. I mean, now there are so many exciting things to talk about, and I didn't think I could talk an hour, but I certainly can. But in any event, so it was changed the Thursday night. Um, My girlfriend could no longer come, 
and I asked Kirk if he had come with me. You know, more just moral support because he does it all the time, sure. but I don't. So he's like, yeah, sure, I'll come with you. Now, he had had practice that morning, so he was up probably at 5 and out the door. Mm-hmm. So off we go, and um, it was a great event. They had over 400 women there. It was amazing. and um, Not many men, though, is what I heard. No, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> not many men as we pulled into the, And I didn't know that. I knew it was for Woman of the Year, but, you know, we all have husbands, right? right I right. figured they're going to come, right? Yeah, it it never occurred to me yeah. that it was going to be only women. But as we pull into the parking lot, and the parking lot, you have to, like, park a mile away. I mean, he goes, Mara, there is a bunch of people here, which just gets me all scared and then he said um and i don't see any men walking in it's all ladies are they, and then he turns to me like all accusingly are there going to be any men here because i can't tell you all the events he tries to drag me to and i'm like okay i'll go am i going to be the only you know female yeah. if so i'll pass because i don't want to <laughs> be the. i mean you guys will have more fun if you're not worried about you know keeping my interest peaked so in any event he's like it doesn't look like there's any and sure enough we get in there there are no men and he was. So not like, I mean, he kind of stands out, right? He stands yeah, out anyway. I, would, I think he would probably get noticed. Yeah, yeah he gets noticed yeah. either way. So um, actually, it was really fun. I think a lot of the women were just, you know, uh, you know, big Hawkeye country up there. So the women were just mm-hmm. tickled. And it was a lot of fun. I mean, I, I thought it was fun. It was a great group. And um, yeah. just a real high energy group. 400. That's a great crowd. That's, that's just a, it's, it is a funny story, though, when you, t- I mean, just yeah. a husband and wife story. You yeah, know I mean? no, he was the only man. Bit, you give each other a little bit of uh, grief over, I'm sure. Yeah, know. and then typical, you know, it, it went on. You know, I thought it was fun because it was just a bunch of ladies, you know, who had a lot to say. Mm-hmm. And uh, we sat at a table. I, I, I just love the ladies that we sat with. And I, I thought it was fantastic, but it ran a little late. So he was getting a little tired, too, because, you know, he was up early. I get that, so... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he'll get even with me. Don't worry. <laughs> Paybacks are hell. Yeah, yeah. You, um, I still owe him a couple thousand, oh, really? by the way. Oh, yeah. for what? For all the things he's dragged me oh. to. <laughs> uh, we won't get into those now, though. I take it. No, <laughs> no. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so uh, the times I've interviewed him, we've done. He and I have done some uh, several podcasts together, actually, and, and those are always a lot of fun. We get offbeat a little bit here and there, but. Uh, you know, one thing we've talked about is um, I would say most people would say Kirk is more, a little bit more reserved in the, in general. Yes, I've absolutely. Seen him, I've seen him he get is. fiery at practice. Oh, yeah. There. Yeah. I'm not saying he's, you know, a total angel or anything, but I'm more No, reserved. he is. He's very, yeah. um, he's a man of few words. He's very yeah. reserved and, and typically will, you know, be happy to, you know. Um, yeah. We call him a wall hugger. He's happy to just kind of. Take it all in. Mm-hmm. And then on the other on the other hand, he has described Brian as getting a little bit more uh, of your side of the. Your, he's attributes it to you, by the way. I mean, oh, that's okay. What, that's I what thought you were going to say my side of the family. I was going to go. That was very diplomatic of him. You know, <laughs> a little bit more uh, animated. I should, yeah. should say. Well, I, so I he think... says that uh, good naturedly says that comes from you. Well, that I appreciate that. I think um, I think what calls attention to it is you know people expect Brian to be like Kirk. Right. And he is very much like his dad, as I like to remind him in all the good ways. But he also is just himself. Mm-hmm. And Brian is far more chatty than Kirk is. He, um, you know, he he is incredibly thoughtful and very bright. So he, ha- he is a lot of, um, and he's not afraid, you know, he's chatty. So 
He's more direct. Let's more put direct. it that way. He's very direct. <laughs> There's no, um, you know, he doesn't usually equivocate, and you don't walk away going, hmm, what did he mean by that? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like Kirk, you might kind of walk away and go, hmm, what did he mean by that? Yeah, and actually, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. He's, you know, he doesn't really commit himself, whereas, you know, Brian sort of does. So do you, um, so now, I mean, Brian as offensive coordinator, that's a totally different situation and, than a position coach, really. You just get a lot more scrutiny. I mean, I've I've written probably 10 or 15 articles just about Brian, you know. Um, is it as, now you've got a husband and a son that's sort of in that limelight. What's that, what's that like for you to, because uh, I'm obviously, no matter how, even if you're winning, Right. Ten games, you're still going to get some criticism. Yeah, I, um, I, you know, well, you know, no offense, Chad, but I don't read any of this stuff you write. I am a little offended. <laughs> That's because, or not you personally, I didn't mean no, it so much that way. Uh, I actually do read your stuff. <laughs> but, you know, you kind of, just, you don't read the stuff. I never go online. I don't read any of the online stuff. That That is just the nature of the beast and, um you know, not that we expect anybody to treat us with kid gloves. We don't expect that. But, you know, sometimes it does get overly personal <coughs> and unnecessarily so. And, and that's the stuff that's hard to take. Or, um, But for the most part with Brian, um, he can handle it. He's a big mm -hmm. boy. Um, and he does. He he sometimes he just, you know, he he'll he's provocative. Mm -hmm. So and and he knows that comes with the territory and and I I kind of think he likes it I really do, yeah. but um, no it hasn't been bad at all. Kirk and Brian are neighbors. Their offices are side by side now that he's coordinator. <laughs> that's how the offices are arranged. I think that's really funny. I'm waiting to go in there someday and see a big hole patched. Um, <laughs> but uh, so far that hasn't happened. They get along and uh, it's been a perfect out for Kirk because not that you know I. Um, you know, offer much advice, but, you know, he'll always ask, you know, what did you think, you know, after a game, and he'll go, what do you think? And, you know, I'll go, well, I think you should have thrown to the tight end more, and that's always my standard line. And, you know, so now he just, you know, tell your son. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that kind of, <laughs> that conversation, you know, starts and ends with tell your son, you know, because yeah. he, he calls the plays. And yeah. So it's kind of funny, but for the most part, it's been really good. Um, I love seeing Brian and Kirk work together. Mm -hmm. I can um, imagine. Yeah. yeah, I just think they're. Um, yeah, I, I just love. I just love having you know the family together. It's it. We never imagined it would be this way, but um, you know, just holding the family together is yeah, really right. nice. They, Kirk's a lucky guy. His his boys wanted to hang around and play football for him another four or five years that we were able to steal, and and now he's got. Um, you know, up until this year, Steve was there over there too. Mm -hmm. and, um, so What's Steve doing now, by the way? Uh, he got a job up at Central Michigan. Oh, really? Yeah, the Chippewas up nice. in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. So uh, he's a, um, I'm not really sure what his position is, if they've determined that yet. Okay. But, you know, kind of one of the younger guys at GA or quality control. Yeah, I probably should have known that. But No, that's okay. It, you know, very quiet, and um, but he loves it, and it was time for him to go spread his wings. Yeah. So year 20, you've got, you just mentioned Brian. So how many, you have five children. Correct. Correct. You and Kirk do. Um, three boys, two girls. Mm -hmm. How many grandchildren are you up to now? Well, we have five. Okay. With another one on the way. So. Is that, do you like 
how much are you into being grandparents? Because I know my parents Love it. Love who have it. eight. Uh, that's their whole life. Yeah. Uh, is, oh. is grandparenting. It's, it's the best club in the world, we'll tell you. <laughs> it is the best club in the world. We love being grandparents. Yeah. Uh, I, I imagine that's uh, something you would enjoy, knowing yeah. you a little bit here. It's wonderful. Yeah. And they're all nearby. Uh, one of our grandsons, you know, James, he, he's only here half of the year in the off season. So uh, he's got a little 18-month-old. So we see him, you know, for he's nearby for half of the year. So it's mm-hmm. it, we moved away. Kirk and I moved away. We never lived close to family. So we are really understanding what our parents missed. And they missed a lot. We're really lucky. How often do you and your husband go out into the public, go out to go out to eat at a restaurant, or is that hard? Or do no, you like, uh-uh. do you enjoy that? What, how often do you go out? No, we go out whenever we're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> we, you know, it's just the two of us now, so, yeah. uh, you know, there's not a lot of cooking going on at yeah. our house anymore like there was when we had a house full of kids and hungry people to feed. Um, no, we go out, and it's, um, it's fine. I think yeah. people in Iowa City are, you know, pretty used to it. And, yeah. Um, with cell phones, that's changed, you know, Kirk's life a little bit. It, you know, you get stopped for a photo only when someone had a camera, which was not all the time, whereas now mm-hmm. everybody has a camera in their hand. True. So, uh, you know, maybe a little more pictures now, but, um, you know, we just look at it as it goes with the territory. It's a good problem to have. Yeah, right. And um, it's not it's not bad at all. Okay. I didn't know. You guys, uh, we talked a little bit before off the microphones here but it is nice to have i mean i I can speak for myself too just when you get home to chill out and that's kind of your sanctuary mm -hmm. you know it is and it is ours yeah and uh you know just having the kids all local you know our house Mm -hmm. is the meeting point so no it it is it's that's what we do what do you guys do you ever get to hang out together just i mean he's so busy yeah he's just so busy it seems like uh yeah we do what do you do what do you do at home when you just hang out (laughs) Well, I don't know. We kind of just really hang out. Uh, it's not that we always just sit there talking to each other. It's just like from my standpoint, just to have Kirk home, even if we're not doing something together mm-hmm. in the same room or, you know, working on a project together. Last weekend, we cleaned the garage. That sounds fun. <laughs> the last time I think we did a podcast, he was talking about chipping ice off the driveway. Okay. So. Well, yeah, I wasn't as worried about the ice as he was, but yeah. <laughs> So, but it's just, it's comforting. I, you know, it, it's very comforting just when he's home and I'm sure yeah. every, every couple feels the same way when you're, it's not that you like, do you sit in and talk to your wife all day and do something together? No, you just kind of move around the house doing your things mm-hmm. and it's just nice having that. Right. Yeah. Agree. Agree. Um, now when I talk, I talked to him about, um, you before he got pretty emotional, actually. I don't know if you're aware of that, but I mean, I think he's. Still digs you after all these years. Oh, that's good. <laughs> no, yeah, he, we've been he, gets, he gets emotional about it. And yeah. I, I mean, obviously, you guys have a, a really nice relationship, I would say. Just well, from my view of it from the outside, I've seen you guys interact a little bit at the. Kirk is. Um... Kirk is full of surprises. Uh, we we dated in high school. We knew each other in high school, and then who knows why we started dating, but we did. And then uh, we've been married. I think we're up to thirty nine years married now. So it is kind of nice to, um, you know, ju- it's just yeah, we're really lucky because there's a certain amount of luck, as anybody probably knows that. Um, a great story. This is where my husband is full of surprises. Um, 
I hope it's okay. Like yesterday, I had the opportunity to meet the lottery winners from Bondurant. Oh, nice. Yes, and uh, I was so excited to meet them. Like, you just think about winning the lottery. Like, what is that like? You know, and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, do you pass out? Do you start screaming? Do you, you know, is it, you know, so we were kind of walking in. We were together. We were going to have lunch, and um, I said, you know, I'm really excited to meet this couple. I just, I have so many questions as as like a fan, you know, but I'm like, I have so many questions, you know, so exciting to think you win a lottery and, you know, your life changes, and then you have this capacity to, you know, change, you know, everything around you. And what is that like? And, you know, Kirk goes, you know, Mayor, we won the lottery. And I thought that was really sweet, you mm-hmm. know, meaning, you know, here we are this many years later, who would have ever thought, you know, and, um, yeah. you know, even just when we started out our adult life together, who knew we'd ever end up in Iowa for 28 years, who knew, you know, five kids, you you know, just, um, yeah, so I thought that was really sweet. Yeah, I, I think we talked, we, he and I had talked about um, you know, way back when, I think he was uh, just getting into coaching mm-hmm. and you were teaching, right? No, or, I was not teaching. I, um, when we were married, you mean, or before? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I ended up transferring. Uh, we went to high school in Pittsburgh, yeah. which I'm sure everybody knows that by now, and um Kirk was a year ahead of me in school. He graduated. He went to University of Connecticut on a football scholarship. Mm -hmm. And then I graduated a year later, and I was off to college, and um, my parents kind of issued a mandate. They said, you can go anywhere except University of Connecticut. Oh, interesting. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. They were kind of, you know. So anyway, uh, I did start out at Penn State for two years. And then I transferred to University of Connecticut, where we both graduated together. And from the time I knew Kirk, he's he's always he's been very um, driven. I'd say coaching mm-hmm. is a calling for him. Mm-hmm. He always wanted to be a coach, uh, even when we were in high school. He always wanted to be a coach. That's but he was planning on being a high school coach, and uh, so he was education and and uh, he was an English teacher. Yeah. Kenny O'Keefe gave him his first job. That's right. Yep. Yeah. And he was a high school English teacher, football coach, and he also coached girls basketball. That's right. A lot of people don't know that. I, oh, Ken O'Keefe said that on a yeah. radio show last year. He yeah. said he was actually pretty good at it. Yeah. He well, and I, I, it was good. It was a it was an education for him for sure. He'd come home and describe things, and you know his eyes would be rolling like, "That is the craziest thing." I'm like that. What's so crazy about that? (laughs) Like, that sounds pretty normal to me. He just really was. The girls were, threw him a curveball. Oh, yeah? Yeah. In what way? Well, you know, girls are, high school girls are a little different than what he was ever used to. (laughs) (laughs) So it was good. But no, he was, and um, we actually have a, uh, like a plate, a plaque plate, you know, that the girls had inscribed when he left. And it's one of the nicest things, you know, that anybody had written. And Wow. It's really nice. We have it on display. It's a treasure. Wow. Very cool. Very cool. Um, all right. Well, I, let's talk more about the Ladies Academy. I wanted to actually bring up a story from um, my wife's experience of that because I, I asked her this morning. I said, I'm going to be talking to Mary Ferentz. She says hi, by the way. Um, and uh, I said, you know, what did you – I asked her what did you like the most about it because she told me, Here's what here's what I will say from my perspective as her husband. She said because she's not a sports she's not really a sports person. Right. Yeah. Um, she's not into you know. And you don't have to be. Right. Good to point out that you, Good to point you that do out. not have to be. 
And I mean, I would say for days and days, she was talking about different things about, and Brian Ferentz said this, and Reese Morgan said this, and you wouldn't believe what, you know, blah, 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 you know, from this yeah. coach. I oh, could, I you love know. it. That's, and, uh, that's what we hope. Yeah. And, uh, but she said the one thing that she liked the most about it, and, and I do think that this is something I hadn't thought of or even considered, is just that it's just ladies that do this and just exper the, the experience with other women because usually when women go I mean for the most part if if you're going to a football game you're usually with your husband or usually with a group of guys or something yeah, mm -hmm. and this is something that it's just experiencing this for women with other women yeah doing something fun for yourself um, and I thought that was pretty profound and I imagine that's why a lot of people come back year after year well, I think, uh, uh, you know, we always say bring a friend, mm -hmm. and not so much because you're going to have more friend with your friend there, more fun, sorry, more mm -hmm. fun with your friend there, but you're going to have a lot more fun rehashing the day mm -hmm. with someone who's experienced it. But, um, yeah, the ladies, it's a, it's a, I would say everybody makes new friends. There's a whole group that keeps growing year in and year out that tailgate before it. They met each other at Ladies Football Academy, and they continue to be friends and, and meet up at Ladies Football academy so no it is and um i think it's a, a true testament testament to the power of women you know when they are like-minded and you know together for a cause and you know you add children to the mix mm -hmm. and um you know i mean that'll that'll get most women's attention pretty quick yeah right um the one, the other thing I will share that she told me, and this is this is it's great knowledge to have because I don't think a lot of people probably understand exactly what goes on. But Brianna, my wife, said, uh, I mean, they'll tell you like pretty detailed stuff. I mean, like this isn't just like you know, here here's eleven, here's eleven. It's there's stuff on the chalkboard. There's there's details about every minute how every player spends his day. Yeah, yeah, I know uh, exactly what right she, through yeah. the you know. You know Weight room, all the records, all the, you know, there's a lot of stuff. She's like, if you got to do this, you would like have, be able to write about 20 stories. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> so, and it's like, uh, like I said, there's a lot of jealous men out yeah. there. We get the question every year, when are you going to do this for men? And there's no reason somebody couldn't do it for men, I suppose. Good luck scheduling it. Cause like I said, we're getting in trouble, you know, squeezing it into June here. But, mm -hmm. um, I, I love, I just love, you know, working with the women. And I think, I think women are, I know in the NFL, the, the statistics say they're 40% of the fan base women are. And I don't know what they are in college, but, you know, probably similarly. And then if you're not a fan, you just dragged along for the fun of the day, mm -hmm. right? With the group, it's more for the fun and the social fun, whether you're into football or not. So, but I think, you know, women are really overlooked in, you know, this area. So it's a chance for women. It's their day to rule Kinnick Stadium. They're down on the field. They're having access that no one else gets. I mean, they really, I hope they go home and, you know, just tell and scoop everybody, you know, because yeah. that's really what it is. It's a day to just, you know, learn things that, um, you know, and, and that was part of our planning was, you know, the questions that we get asked all the time. What are people curious about? And it is funny what people are curious about. And uh, I've been, we've been, Kirk and I, we've had a couple of things that have happened lately that get us, you know, very reflective on, you know, just sort of the path. And, 
you know, how did we end up here? And how did I end up, you know, on a podcast with Chad Listico with the Des Moines Register and, you know, talking about all this stuff? Well, you know, football is just such a great platform, you know, that it's given me a voice for all the sick and injured kids and, and helping Children's Hospital. But, you know, Kirk always wanted to be a coach. He was going to be a high school English teacher who coached high school ball and then you know different things happen and you you choose one path and it leads to the other but when we first started out the questions that I used to get you know this we predate all this sports attention you know all this all the ESPN we predate ESPN that was a different world order sure. you know back then and I remember I was working and you know I worked with a bunch of men who were Kirk was a G, would have been a GA at Pitt that year and they were just fascinated that my husband coached football and that he coached the offensive line and you know so many questions and then all of a sudden they're like hey we can call this 1-800 number and get sports 24 hours a day that was a big <laughs> like you're probably not old enough to remember you weren't even born then yeah. but um uh, pretty I was born in the seventies. Okay. So okay. So I didn't I wasn't dialing eight hundred numbers though. You weren't you, you weren't allowed. Okay. Your parents didn't let you use the <laughs> phone then. Well, anyway, so you know that's kind of our history. So it's so funny now. You know, here I am. You know, kind of spilling the beans. You know, on a podcast with you. Or but but the best part is is that you know the platform it gives you. Yeah. And you know there's there's been so much that um, you can do with it. So and we always tease Kirk. Use your good for you know use your power for good not yeah, evil right. <laughs> so anyway that that's just a kind of our history so um obviously to sign up um, the website is www.iowaladiesfootballacademy.com and uh obviously the the main drive of this and, and one of the reasons that i like promoting this with you is because it obviously goes for a great cause and uh, you know i'm um i'm happy to say that i'm you know promoting it for that cause because the the obviously the children's hospital has, be, has become such a newsy thing yeah uh, in the last year in particular well, as you might imagine oh my well, you know yeah since it's opening and and of course uh you know that can take us into a whole new conversation on the wave right. between the opening of the new hospital just having it there completed is um you know just uh kind of takes your breath away when you think about it but um I appreciate it. This is all word of mouth. We we do right. this, so this is incredibly helpful. And and tell all your you know tell everybody, tell your friends, recruit people to sign up. Uh, if anybody comes to you and says they're doing it, you know donate. Um, One thing to stress, I think, Mary, is women of all ages too. It could be correct. You're all, you've had old ladies come in. To, you know, well, wait a minute. I, be the, careful. Be oct careful, Chad. Is that better? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute! I'm I one of those old ladies, so no, 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 but no. yeah, and I uh, mean, and, really I, and I wear and I wear it proudly with honor, you know, because yeah. not everybody <laughs> does get to age, correct? But no, um, you have to be 18 to participate. Yeah, right. But we have had women still do in their mid 80s. Yeah, that's what There's, I meant. Yeah, I yeah. know. I'm teasing. Yeah, there's something for everybody. Um, you know, you don't um, you don't have to be a football. You don't even have to like football. Yeah. There we get women who are just like, I'm just here because she made me come and, you know, and they'll tell you a hospital story, you know, so we get women who aren't even the least bit tuned into football. But what you know, what I know, and most people, you know, when you learn a little bit about it, like you sit through a, anything, 
you know, and you don't know anything about it. It's way more fun when you know a little bit about mm -hmm. what you're watching. It's way more fun when you know somebody who's out there competing or performing. You know, it's just a little more personal. So it is going to make any future experiences that much better. So you don't have to know anything. But then we get women who are, you know, they they know it all. It's it's really impressive what they know. So we run the gamut. We run the gamut on ages. You do have to be 18. We run the gamut on physical fitness. You don't have to be an athlete or buff or in good shape. Right. Um, you know. Um, but you did. They do go through drills. I mean, it's optional. You can right? go through you drills, correct? Through drills. And yeah. it's not odd if you don't. Yeah. I mean, there's plenty to do. I mean, like I said, there's something for everybody. You are not going to feel out of place or like left out or funny there's something for everybody and you you choose your level of activity the players are great I remind people you know people are like they're so nice that's what we hear the most of just mm -hmm. they're so nice it's just like wow well let me remind you there's somebody's sons you know they have a mom mm -hmm. you know they have girlfriends and wives and sisters and um, it, it's a really fun day for them and it, it the fun is very contagious yeah um, the registration fee is uh, $50, but it does, the event does, to be clear, requires a $500 donation. Um, obviously, it goes to the UI Children's Hospital 100%. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, it all goes but, there. And uh, But one, I mean, we've talked about this before, but you know, if you don't have $500 in your bank account or whatever, I mean, obviously, this is the type of thing. You can fundraise. You know, ask, fundraising, you know yeah. I mean. Fundraising. Uh, I would say the majority of our participants fundraise. Yeah. Uh, as soon as you register, you register online, as you mentioned, mm -hmm. iowaladiesfootballacademy.com. Uh, $50 to register, and we will auto automatically send you an on a personal online fundraising page, mm -hmm. um, which really makes fundraising fast and easy. And as I mentioned before, I mean, even somebody who's not real, doesn't do a lot of fundraising, might even be intimidated. You know, I have a really good girlfriend who came, I think, year two. And she's like, Mary, you know, I don't have $500. I said, well, raise it. Yeah. Right. She goes, well... I, I'm not comfortable asking people for money. And I go, okay, how many people ask you for money? She goes, okay, point taken. I said, okay, <laughs> start with them. It's the way it works, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I said, and you just tell people what you're doing. Because like I mentioned, Children's Hospital will, you will get a lot of support for Children's Hospital. People get that. Mm -hmm. And just your friends. You support your friends. Like, okay, you know, yeah, I'm in. And you do it. So, funny she she would call me or text me during the week she go i just came home and there's like three checks in my door you know she goes i can't believe it i said i know you know so and it's not like you're asking the, for the money for yourself you're right. asking it exactly. for an important cause yep. boy you hope you don't ever need children's hospital but what if you do mm -hmm. i'll tell you what i want the very best care available and yep. i don't want to have to travel you know across the country or out of state to get it. So I think it's it's a little easier with the online fundraising page. Our website, which is full of information on the event, but we also have a page with fundraising tips and how other people have successfully raised money. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I think people are really surprised. Um, most people actually raise over $500. Yeah, I was just going to say so that. So I, mean, I feel like, you it's, it's know. It's not the uh, maximum either. <laughs> no, and that's what, no, it's not. And that's what we pay attention to, you know, is this something, because we wanted it to be something that 
anybody and everybody could participate in, not just women of means who tend to be older. Mm -hmm. You know, we wanted everybody to be able to participate. So, you know, what is a price point that is attainable? And the fact that women, most women, I think the average, it varies from year to year, but I think we're averaging maybe um, seven or eight hundred dollars per participant if you average it out. So, you know, and you get about four hundred, right? Yeah, we get between, you know, yeah, between, you know, usually between maybe two fifty, two seventy five, and our biggest year was four hundred and thirty three. So we know we can take that. We shoot for that every year. Um, You know, it's important to us that we'd love to make, you know, we'd love to triple and quadruple the amount of money we raise. But the important thing, too, is maintaining the event, that it's fun. Ladies aren't standing in line and waiting, and then they leave and feel like they didn't get to meet half of the players or interact with them or they didn't get this question answered or they didn't get to see that. You know, we want to make sure that the event is the same fun that it was from day one. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, thanks for coming into our office here in Des Moines. Thank and, you uh, for having me. Enjoyed talking to you. And uh, maybe we can do this again next year. Do you know, assume you're going to do a ninth year, right? Uh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, we are. We are ready. We've <laughs> got our we've got our plan ready to go. Yeah. Uh, there's there's so many needs. And, um, you know, we're going to we will stay at this as long as the ladies turn out. Yeah. Do I have time for a story about you, Chad? Oh, OK. You know, it's only fair, right? OK. OK. Yeah, go for My it. turn. Yeah. So uh, as Chad mentioned, his wife, Brianna, participated one year. And uh, I, I kind of was familiar with Chad, um, and you know, I, he's he was uh, went to high school in Iowa City, so mm-hmm. we kind of have that connection. Not that he, you know, is very partial, but mm-hmm. trying to. Um, so Brianna was there, and you know, Chad's parents still live in town, as he mentioned. And so he, while Brianna was doing the ladies' football academy, he hung out with Grandma and Grandpa and had two little ones. Um, how old are your kids now? They I don't... are now seven and five. Okay, so they were yeah. little. They were was that two years ago or three years ago? But uh, two. But they were. So anyway, Chad was like, "Hey, do you think I could just kind of sneak in and and we don't let husbands in?" No, but I said, "You don't." Yeah, we don't. It's it's it is an elite Fort event Knox. for the lady for the <laughs> ladies who work so hard to raise the money. And uh, hey, it's a hair down day, so you know we we it's all out. But anyway, I said to Chad, I said, I'll tell you what, at the very end, we, you know, everybody's in the, the end zone bleachers and we're kind of doing the closing and the awards. It's when our honorary patient captain mm-hmm. speaks. I should probably mention this year, it's a three-year-old little girl from Clinton, Iowa, yeah. who was born with congenital heart defect, who was, you know, treated there. And anyway, um, but so Chad said, well, I think I'll sneak in a little bit later because you had to drive all the way home to Adel, so you drove Brianna in, mm-hmm. spent the day with Grandma and Grandpa. So, okay, so we look up, and I mean, you want to get a bunch of ladies' attention. Here is this young father walking in with his daughter asleep in one arm over his shoulder and his little son asleep on your other shoulder. Yeah, they were exhausted. Yeah. yeah. And anyway, we're all kind of like, okay, Dad, this is where strollers come in handy. But, you know, like... Yeah, right. <laughs> you, you came in. I think you melted, like, 400 hearts right then and there. They see this young dad coming in with his two little sleeping kids. And anyway, I think you have held That's a uh, fondness in my heart from that moment on. <laughs> like, you needed that. But that was cute. That's what yeah. I always think of with you, Chad, coming in with those two sleeping babies on each arm. 
Well, I can tell you, and I'm sure you know this too, when they're out in the sun or whatever all day, then. Yeah. <laughs> the, the academy ends, what, 4 o'clock-ish, something or Yeah, right? about 4 o'clock, 4.30. It was 4:30. a hot day, if I remember. Yeah, you know, we see. So they we, were exhausted. Yeah, I know. Yeah, well, a day with Grandma and Grandpa spoiling, yeah. that'll do it. And yeah, right. You probably needed the peace and quiet at that time, but that was that was just such a picture that uh, I think every woman in the stadium must have turned and just went, oh. <laughs> Well, I appreciate you sharing that and making me sound like a good dad. But, yeah. You know, I have good days. I won't days. tell him about your car <laughs> with the car seats in the back. Oh, yeah, that's a different story. We'll get to that next yeah. year. Anyway, great to talk to you. Thanks, as Chad. Always. And, uh, Same here. Yeah, I appreciate uh, again, it. Again, it's uh, com if you want to register. Um, Mary Ferentz, thank you very much. Thanks, Chad.